Layumi Muritoba 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 Baba Let's thank him for the gift of life. Let's thank him. The father we are alive today is a function of his grace. So let's thank him and bless his name and say, Lord, we thank you. We worship you for your grace and for your love. Father, be thou be exalted for journey mercy. For some of you that just returned from home, let's appreciate God and thank him for journey mercy. It is not of him that will it. It is not of him that run it. It's of God that showeth mercy. Lord Jesus, we thank you for bringing us safely to school. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. Father, be thou be exalted in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And so, Father, we say, take all the glory. In this month of progress, move us forward. Let nobody be stagnant. Help us to increase our lives in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Can we do I-5 to five people? High five now, I say, oh, high five. High five. Let's do high five to at least five people. High five, please. Feel free and do high five. You are welcome. You are welcome. We appreciate you. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. You can be seated in his wonderful presence. Exodus chapter 14, verse 15. Anointing to make progress in life. Exodus chapter 14, verse 15. Exodus chapter 14, verse 15 says... If you are there, you can read it for me so that we can be very fast tonight. Hesodah chapter 14 verse 15 says, And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the people, the children of Israel, to move forward. Say, I will move forward. Okay, let me tell your neighbor, say, move forward. Increase. Make progress. This month in Jesus' name. Talk to that person again, say, you will not be stagnant. I am telling you, move forward. You will go forward this month. In the mighty name of Jesus. When a life is void of progress, it becomes a burden. God wants us to be progressive. If you start staying at the same space or pushing for a long time, it will become a burden for you. Nothing makes excitement like progress. That's why I'm trusting God that you move forward this month in Jesus' name. If you cannot fly, make sure that you are running. If you are not running, Make sure you are walking. If you are not walking, make sure you are crawling. By all means, make sure you are moving forward. Turn to your neighbor, I'm moving forward. My life is getting better every day in the name of Jesus.
Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18 says, The path of a righteous man is like a shining light that gets better. Move forward until that perfect day. That's how your life will be in Jesus' name. As you are increasing here, you are going to increase in your space. And progress in the name of Jesus. Anointing to make progress. Number one. Number one anointing that causes you to move forward is walk. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 5 and verse 11. He said, don't let anybody deceive you. Build house. Sow in that land. Reap a fest. For don't think that deliverance or, or rescue will come immediately. He said, make sure you are growing in the land. Build houses. Dwell in them. Plant garden and heed the fruit thereof. Let me turn to your neighbor. Say, sow in the land. Build houses. Grow in this land. And verse 11. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says why. For I know the thought that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thought of peace and not of evil. And I will give you a future and a hope. Because God is going to give you a future, you must begin to sow. People that refuse to sow is because they are thinking that they are going to die. You will not die young. You will live a healthy life in Jesus' name. God will preserve your life. So, And if you know you have a great future, you sow for it today. Because you know that if you don't sow, your future will meet you there. So you make sure that you are working hard. For some of us that are students, make sure you are reading hard. Be diligent because you are sowing. And as you are sowing, you are making progress. None of you should be satisfied with failure. Because if you are failing, you are going backward. But if you are succeeding, you are moving forward. And I pray that you will succeed in Jesus' name. Genesis 26, verse 12 to 13. Isaac sowed in the land. He worked hard. And the Bible says the Lord blessed his work. This year, the Lord will bless your work. Some of you are not saying amen very well. You know, a lazy man will not say amen when he are praying for workers. They say, Every one of you that is working hard, may the Lord bless your work. No matter how small your work is, may the Lord bless you also. In the name of Jesus. He reaped, then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year an hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And he continued prospering until he became very great. He works very hard. Luke chapter 15, verse 8 to 9. The Bible says, if a woman should lose a sliver coin, he will search for it diligently. He will work diligently until you find it. If there's anything that is missing in your life, this month you'll find it back. Amen. Amen. And what does it mean to find it back? It means to be diligent. It means to be diligent. This thing must not be lost. I must find it. Prayerfully you find it by working hard. You also find it. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 27. The Bible says, A lazy man does not roast the meat he took in hunting, but diligent, hard work, is a man's precious possession. Hard work. is a man. Anyone that you see that is lazy, even when God gives him blessing, he will not maximize it. But when you are working hard, that is a precious possession. And I pray that you not be lazy in Jesus' name. One of the reasons why people are doing Yahoo, they start with Yahoo, defrauding people. They go into Yahoo Plus. It's because they are lazy. They think life is hard. Life is always hard for every lazy man. Life, they say it's hard. There's lion on the road. And it's true, there's no lion. In fact, we have only very few skilled people now around. Because most of the young people, they don't want to learn anything now. And if you are a hard-working person, you'll be a delight to many. Many people will like you. We have very few few students that are very successful, that are excellent. 
So when you just see one of them, you celebrate them. Because most students are now lazy. The easiest way to move forward is to travel ahead of your classmate. Make, your, make sure you are diligent in whatever you are doing. And the Lord will move you forward in Jesus' name. Proverbs chapter 12. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 25. Proverbs 21 verse 25. The Bible says, A lazy man desires something. He has it not. He cannot move forward. Because his land refuses to labor. Desire of a lazy man will kill him. The desire of a lazy man will kill him. Kill him. If you are lazy and you always like fine car, fine thing, fine shirt, you will eventually be in prison. You find yourself in prison. Is it why? Is it because his hand refuses to push him forward? You are not just you are just fantasizing on beautiful things of life, but you hate hard work. He said you'll be poor, you'll be at the same level. It is important for you to work hard. Nothing moves a man forward until you work hard. You are not ready to move forward. Nothing moves until you move it. The law of physics says every object remains at a state of rest until a force is applied to it. That force that is being applied is the force of work. Anything that you want to move, you must push. If you want your life to move forward, you have to change your mentality and be willing to work. Let me tell you, there is no food for a lazy man anywhere in the world. Not in Europe, not in America, not in the UK. The only difference is in that place, they force you to work. You do three, four, five jobs. Here, you can be idle because we have relation. We do a lot of welfare. It's my auntie, it's my brother, it's my uncle. One man's money is everybody's money. That's the problem we have in Africa. We don't work. If you get there, even as a married man, if you are not contributing, you are going home. You are going, it's as simple as that. That's a place where hard work is celebrated. And that's why they have beautiful things around them. If you want beautiful things around you also here, you must be willing to work hard. Let the wife be working. Let the husband be working. Let the children be working. You see how beautiful their life will be. If a family is operating on generational laziness, they will have generational poverty. If a family is working hard, life will be easy for them. Nothing makes life easy than people to be committed to working. I'm contributing my quarter. My wife is contributing her own quarter. My children are contributing their own quarter. Before you know what is happening, life will be pleasant. But when somebody is carrying it and every other person is looking, it becomes a burden. What they mean is that if there's only one person that is working and six people are not working and they constitute to be a dependent, there will be poverty in that generation. If you want poverty to leave you and want to move forward, you must celebrate at the work. Because every object that you want to move, you must be willing to push. All of us must be willing to push. We must work very hard. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 28. Let him that stole yesterday steal no more, but let him work hard. That's how my Bible puts it. Let him work hard so that he may have to give to those people that are poor. What the Bible is saying is that Hard worker always have something to give apart from what they eat. If you are lazy, you don't have anything to give. Let him who stole still no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hand what is good, that he may have something to give who has need. Because in every labor, there is profit. And if you are a hard worker, you will not only be able to eat, you have something to give. That's what the Bible says. So every believer must celebrate hard work because every product of beauty, anytime you see a beautiful thing, somebody has worked it. Anytime you see something, a system working very well, somebody has really worked it. Somebody has worked. That's why I'm praying for you, you will not be lazy. Laziness is a cause. It brings stagnation. Laziness brings stagnation. 
Anytime you are expecting something without an input, you are attracting robbery. You want to steal. The easiest way to do work is to make sure that in your work, you are very diligent. And I pray that the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Work hard. Steal no more. Celebrate work. And before you know it, life will become very, very easy. I said, when I uh, got married newly, my pastor then was a medical doctor. He was not working with any organization. He was working in his own private company. And uh, we were on strike for six months. So what I normally do is that I will stay at home and do Bible study and Bible study with my wife. We have not had them by that time. And people love the Bible study will come. But I noticed something about my pastor because his house was not very far from us. He will drive in the morning. I said, that's my pastor, sir, moving. In the evening, 8 p.m., he will drive in. So I received sense. I told myself, if my pastor will not only be doing Bible study, but be running to his clinic in the morning and be coming back in the late, I must go out. But I said, go out to do what? I say, go out to learn the work that people that don't have my certificate are doing. Around me, I'll find work. So I move out. And I saw where they were processing, uh, what they call it now? Palm canal. Palm what? Uh-huh. So they will extract oil from it. And I told them, how are they doing? They told me, you have to buy something at Iregba, you know, a village. Spread it outside. Chase away the bed and the lizard. And make sure, and the goats, that they are not eating it when it is dry. You process it and bring out oil from it. I said, okay, I'm following you tomorrow. Then they used to call me lecturer. I said, lecturer, are you sure you'll be able to do it? I said, yes, I will do it. So I followed them. We went in the morning. We came back in the evening. And we, I needed to attend fellowship. When I got to the fellowship, I nearly collapsed. So my pastor that gave me injection because it was a hard work. So you, because you move from one shop to the other and be measuring. I've never done that for a long time. I nearly collapsed. So he said, don't worry, Pastor. Uh, Brother Amos, he gave me injection. Malaria disappeared. I started the work. I was baptized into hard work by watching him. And ever since I celebrated hard work, my life has always been moving from one level of glory to another glory. Never you imagine that somebody will give you something for not working. Hard work pays. Hard work moves a man forward. Make sure you inculcate the spirit of hard work. Don't just be sleeping. Because some of you say you are a student. That's why you are sleeping. Even when you get back home to help your parents is a problem. They say your hand has become the hand of plastic. Even washing plates is a problem. They say, hey, I'm coming. I'm coming. You are coming to Jesus Christ. We come. You can't wash plates again because you have attended the College of Education College of Health. You must celebrate hard work. Because anytime you are not pushing anything, that thing will still remain there. If you want your life to move forward, you have to push away things that you don't want and move forward. And I pray God will give you grace to work hard in Jesus' name. When I was preparing this study, I pray for you that the Lord will give you good eggs. Because they that wait upon the Lord, what will he say? He will renew their strength. If God renewed your strength, what will you be using the strength to do? And far, far better I am today than yesterday. That is how the part of the just is. Earth wise, your earth also will improve in Jesus' name. I read a story I was sharing with my wife yesterday about a lady that read psychology or something at one university in Lagos. And because she could not find a job, she moved to Dubai to work. And there, 
there's a lot of camera, a lot of issues there. So one of the, the children that she was taking care of caught himself somehow. He said the boy is restless. And she video it. She did everything they have to do there. And uh, before she knew what was happening, in the night of that day, they came, arrested her. They say because he was negligent. That's why the boy should do that. She pleaded and begged. Nobody was ready to listen to her. She was sentenced to 18 months prison in Dubai. So, but luckily for her, she has posted the video to all her friends and some people. So, they started fighting for her. Came to Nigerian embassy in Nigeria, uh, international people. They started making serious cases for her. And at the end of the whole day, they released her after six months. And they now ask her, what did you miss by being in the prison? He said, not working. I learned a lot there. He said, because when you are in prison, you don't have money. You are just stationary. He said, prison in Dubai is better than some home in Nigeria. You sleep well. They give you good food. The only thing is that your life is stagnant. I learned a lesson there. If you are not working now, you are stagnant. You are not different from somebody that is in prison in Dubai. You are not better. The only way to enjoy your freedom is that you are working. You are adding value to your life. Because somebody that is in prison cannot have any money. You are receiving free food, free light, free everything, but your life is not improving. He said, that is the only thing that I mean. He said, no mosquito, good house, good food, but for that six months, she could not make a single cover. So she said, they asked her when they free, I do want to work again in Dubai. She said, no, I'm going back to Nigeria. So she came back to Nigeria just February, last month. So you know, and that is a lesson for you. You are not in prison. And yet you are not doing anything. And that's a disaster. You are not different from somebody that is in the prison. So work hard and you make progress in the name of Jesus. Number two thing that guarantees progress is opportunity. You know, I put working hard before opportunity. Because at times, working hard can be an opportunity for some people. And you can get opportunity by working hard. If you're a hard-working somebody, people will call you to some jobs to come and do. Psalm chapter 16 verse 6 says, Lines are falling upon me in pleasant places. I have a good inheritance. In other words, God has blessed you with all the blessings that will help you to move forward. Opportunities are always around you. You must celebrate opportunity. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8. The Bible says God is able to make all grace around you that you have everything in sufficient form. In other words, from one opportunity to another opportunity and you'll be using them to move forward in Jesus' name. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ for your sake. He became poor. So that you can have opportunity in life. It's an opportunity for you to hear the gospel. To be born again. It's an opportunity. I, when I, I was invited for my guidance burial ceremony. And I participated actively. One of my pastors in audio in those days. That pastor me when I was young. A teenager. Sent me a powerful test. He said. I am proud of you. I am impressed with what you have done. You are a good person and you have demonstrated what it means to be a son in the ministry. And he started praying for me. 
and I wrote it back to him that I can never be ungrateful for the gift of salvation. The only thing that changed in my life, that makes my life better, is that I gave my life to Christ. Giving your life to Christ, we guarantee a lot of opportunity. Some of you think that Christianity is a religion. It's not a religion at all. Without Christ, I cannot be what I am today. Apostle Paul says, I am what I am because of the grace of God. And his grace towards me was not in vain. If you are born again, you have opportunity to hear the voice of God. You have opportunity to be loved. You have opportunity never to be alone. The presence of God is always with you. You have opportunity to have a shepherd to always be guiding you. That's what it means to be born again. So, an apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9 says, You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. For your sake, he became poor. So that you can what? So that you can be rich through his poverty. So that you can have opportunity in Christ. And I pray you will enjoy the opportunity that is in Christ in Jesus' name. Amen. Psalm chapter 5 verse 12 says, The Lord will bless the righteous. What will he do with them? He will surround with favor like a sheep. Favor means opportunity are always around you. Life is not difficult for you. I pray that your path will be loaded with opportunities. And favor in the name of Jesus. Galatians chapter 6 verse 10 says, As we have opportunity, let us do good. You know, you have opportunity, you are using that opportunity to do good, and you are increasing the opportunity around you. Hello, somebody. Are you hearing me now? God gives you opportunity. You use the opportunity to do good for others. And that opportunity continues to grow. I also learned a lot during the, the uh, Shehima Kede election. You know, he, he was not struggling. All other governors were struggling to come back. He was not struggling. He said, it does not matter. His work will speak for him. They said, no, his work won't speak. He's not settling the politician. But you know, at the end of the day, his work spoke for him. He had the opportunity to govern. And use that opportunity to show love to people. And people now show him that they also love him. By freely giving him their foot. We also have opportunity to be a blessing. All of us here. Use that opportunity to do good. Galatians chapter 6 verse 10. Put on Galatians chapter 6 verse 10. As we have opportunity, let us do good. Because as we are doing good for somebody today, you are going to repeat eventually tomorrow. Use every opportunity you have in life to help people. Look at it, what he says. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all. Let's be somebody that people will say, ah, this person is good. I pray nobody will say you are wicked in Jesus' name. And he now say, especially those, to, to, to those who are of the household of faith. Let's do good to each other. We say greet somebody. Say you never greet a particular person in church. Greet them. Do good to them. Do good. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And number three way to move forward. I say anointing to make progress. Is by being grateful at all times. John chapter 6 verse 23. Jesus gave thanks and multiplied bread. When we give thanks, we also increase our speed in life. You wake up in the morning, Lord, I thank you. Nobody gets better by complaining. The only way to move forward is by giving thanks. Wherever you are, it's good to be grateful. And say, Lord, I'm happy. Because it does not matter where you are. Somebody is not where you are today. It's actually aspiring to be where you are. Are you listening to me now? Somebody is not at your level. In everything. God has blessed the person. God has blessed the person. No matter where you are. No matter where you are. 
So don't look down at yourself and say, hey, God has not done enough. What God has done is enough. Thank him for where you are. Be grateful and God will add more to you. Ruth chapter 2 verse 10. The Bible says, when Boaz spoke kindly to Ruth, Ruth bowed down her head, put her hand on the floor like this and said, what have I done that you are kind to me? I'm only a stranger. Ruth was grateful for a kind word from Boaz. Ruth chapter 2 verse 8 verse 10. After Boaz has spoken kindly, Ruth said, ah, I am very grateful. Thank you for your kindness. And Boaz said, let grain of bundles fall for our purpose. She was grateful for one small word. And Boaz eventually said, let's give her more. And because of her act of gratitude, she eventually became the wife of Boaz. Nobody wants to marry a complainer. Everybody wants to associate with somebody that is grateful. No matter who you are, no matter what you have, be thankful to God at all times. Thank you for where you are. Don't complain. Have a spirit of gratitude. I told one of my sons, I said, have you ever thanked your parents for sending money to you when I was, when I was in Overcomer? He said, no. I said, why? He said, because when my mother died, my father remarried. I said, now take your pen. Thank, write a thank you letter. And all of you here, students, you are going to do it for me. You will write to your parents, appreciating them for what they have done by sponsoring. You say, I thank you. I know it is not easy. Anytime you are grateful, you are always blessed. Anytime you are grateful, you are always blessed. Anytime you are grateful. It, it even happened today in the office. As one of the students was returning, and I said, you have not paid. Call your parents. You have not paid for the yourself. You have not paid for the yourself. Call your parents. Call the parents. And the parents say, ah, you are not telling me all this. Why are you not telling me that I need to pay this and that? And she said, I don't want to be disturbing you because I know what you have. I know how you have tried for me. See, I was touched as he was saying it. Because that means he's very grateful for what the parent has done. Always be grateful. Write a thank you letter to them. So I told this my son. I said, write a thank you letter to your daddy. Thank him for taking care of you after your mother's death. That you know that it's not easy taking care of you alone. He did it. He wrote the letter. And the father now kept the letter and showed all his friends. Come and see the letter that my son wrote to me. And he now invited him for a party. Invited all the family members. I've never seen anybody doing this. From today, anything you need, I'll provide it for you. Today, that my son and his wife, they are located in London. I'm talking about the gay. You may know the gay. They are in London now. Doing very well. The father took him as a special person and now focus him. That's what happens when you are grateful. Stop complaining. Somebody is working, you are just complaining. Send money, send money, send money. You will see how it is when you start working. Thank them for what they have done. The little they have done. I thank you for what you have done for me. I'm grateful. I appreciate it. I know it is not easy. Thank you. When you thank them, they will be happy and they want to do more. God wants us to be grateful for what we have received. If you are going to move forward, you must be grateful. Ruth, bow down and thank Boaz for kind word. And what happened? Boaz gave Amor. May you receive more in Jesus' name. Psalm 67 verse 5. The Bible says, let the people praise thee 
Let them thank you. The heart shall yield that increase. God shall bless us. Our home God shall bless us. And all the hand of the heart shall fear him. Let people be grateful. And they will make progress. Acts chapter 16. Verse 25 and 26. Paul and Silas, they were praying and they were thanking God. And suddenly there was the earthquake. The foundation of the prison started shaking. All their chains loose. And God was ready to give them speed. Why? Because they thanked God in their situation. Mind you, their hands were chained. Their legs were chained. But their mouth was not chained. And they still find opportunity to thank God with their mouth. And because they thank God with their mouth, God broke their chains. Opened the door of the prison and set them free. If you want to move forward tonight, you must always use your mouth to appreciate God. Don't say, I know. It is not enough that you know. Express gratitude to God. Stop complaining. Thank God for where you are. And it will take you to where you want to be. In the name of Jesus. Rise up on your feet. Let's start with the third point. Let's say, Lord, I'm grateful for your mercy over me. I'm grateful for your love over me. I'm grateful for your provision over me. Let's sincerely appreciate our parents. If you're a student, appreciate the hand that is laboring. Let's thank God for what God has done for us. And say, Lord, we are sincerely happy for all that you have done. For all that you have done for us, Lord, we are grateful. Thank God for your parents. Thank God for your mommy. Thank God for your daddy. I don't care who they are. I don't care what they are doing. But somehow, somehow, God has used them to bless you. Let's appreciate God for our husband, for our wives, for everybody that the Lord has used for us. Pray sincerely and appreciate those people that God is using to help you. Lord, I thank you for them. I am grateful for all those people that you are using for me. Father, be thou be exalted in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Open your eyes. We are going to pray. One prayer that is important. We are going to say, Lord, give me the spirit of gratitude. For me, near me, more. I'm usually praying this prayer. I don't want to be ungrateful. I don't want somebody to call me an ingrate. It's a, it's a, it's a devilish sin. It's a devilish sin. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, give me the spirit of gratitude at all times. I will never complain. I'll be grateful to my parents, to people around my life, to people who are used for me. Lord, I receive grace to be sincerely grateful for all of them. I will not complain. Or murmur against them in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Second prayer, raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, surround me with opportunity. Give me opportunity and help me to be a blessing to other people. In the name of Jesus. As you have given me opportunity, Lord, help me to use it also to be a blessing. You have blessed me. I want to be a blessing. Give me opportunity that will make me a blessing. And Lord, as you are blessing me, I want to be a blessing to others. I want to be a blessing to the church of God. I want to be a blessing to the choir. I want to be a blessing to everybody. As you are loading me with opportunity, help me to be a blessing. Let people remember me for good in the name of Jesus. I will do good to all. I will do good to the church of God. I will do good to anyone that come around me. I will not cause anybody pain. Lord, I receive grace. To be a blessing to people around me. In the name of Jesus. Help me as I have opportunity. Help me also to do good. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we are praying. Please, please, anywhere you are, raise your two hands forever and say, Lord, give me strength. Supernatural strength. To work hard. 
I don't want to be sickly, but I receive strength in the name of Jesus. Let us see good health tonight as we take Holy Communion. I know I need to work hard. I know I need to be responsible. Lord, strengthen me. I don't want to fall sick. I am still young. I receive strength. Go ahead and receive strength from the Lord. Give me strength, Lord. Don't let me fall sick. I am young. I am able. I can still do more. Lord, help me. Lord, how old am I that I will be weak? Strengthen me, Lord. Those who that wait upon the Lord, He will renew their strength. Lord, give me strength. Don't let me fall sick. This year is still young. Give me strength. Renew my strength. In the name of Jesus. As I worship you today, as I take Holy Communion today, let sickness depart from my body. In the, go ahead and pray for strength. I don't want to be sick of malaria. I don't want to be sick of typhoid. Sanctify my water and my bread. I receive supernatural strength. Don't let any strange disease come upon me. In the name of Jesus. Don't let any sickness that will stagnate me come upon me. Lord, I receive supernatural strength. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Father, as we take this Holy Communion, give us strength and help us to work hard. Take the spirit of laziness away from us. Give us grace to be responsible. Anything we need to push, give us strength to push them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Three things you are going to be praying for us. We are taking the communion tonight. Lord, grace to work hard. Grace for health. And you are going to be praying for opportunity. Opportunity to do good. God can give you opportunity to have influence. I, I learned a man who was an Okada rider and he became House of Rep member from Labour Party. Ain't nobody. God is giving me an opportunity for four years. If he uses that opportunity very well to do good, the Lord will promote him to another level in the name of Jesus. But you know, it does not matter the opportunity that you have. If you don't use it well, you are going nowhere. You are going nowhere. You have to use the opportunity that God has given you very well. So God will be praying for that. Lord, give me opportunity. And when I have opportunity, help me to use it very well. And number three is, Lord, give me the spirit of gratitude. Please, let's come and take the communion as we are using these three things I've mentioned to pray. Hallelujah. Yeah.